0: Excuse me! Taxi! Come oh, on, what are you doing? This
1: is the 77WABC minicast.
0: Good morrow, everybody. This is The Other Sound of Midnight. I am Frank Moreno. What should a professor be allowed to say? Let that sink in. Uh, what should a professor be allowed to to say, not in a classroom, mind you, but in a podcast, is there anything that a professor should be allowed to say should not be allowed to say that would actually cost him his job? Well, the good folks at SUNY are evaluating that. And those of you that want to call in to discuss McCarthy or JFK, uh, I'll, I'll get to you. So bear with me. I just want to mention this because I think this is such an interesting story. Stephen Kirshner is a philosophy professor who is in academic purgatory. He's still employed by the State University of New York at Fredonia, but he has not taught or even been allowed on campus for more than a year. Now, you think to yourself, maybe I'm showing my hand here in terms of my view of the situation, but you think to yourself, what would cause a professor... To not only be prohibited from teaching, but prohibited from stepping on campus? Well, to me, maybe he assaulted someone. Maybe he committed vandalism. Maybe he committed theft. Maybe he spit on someone. Maybe he, I don't know, stole something. He's not been allowed on campus for more than a year because of fallout from words. From remarks that he made in a 2022 podcast about whether it is ever moral for an adult male to have sex with a willing 12-year-old girl. Here is uh, Sunni, well, I guess sort of former Sunni professor Stephen Kirshner on a philosophy podcast in 2022. Imagine that an adult male uh, wants to have
1: sex with a, a 12-year-old girl. Imagine that she's a willing participant. It's a, a very standard, very widely held view that there's something deeply wrong about this, and it's wrong independent of it being criminalized. It's not obvious to me that it is in fact wrong. I think this is a mistake, and I think that exploring why it's a mistake will tell us not only things about adult child sex and statutory rape, but also about fundamental principles of morality. Well, there's a couple of things to say here. One is even if you are looking for a threshold, let's say there's a threshold, I'm making this number up, but let's say it's at age eight, um, still that tells you that some adult child sex is permissible. Second, the notion that it's wrong even with a one-year-old is, is not quite obvious to me. There are reports in some cultures of grandmothers fellating their, uh, the baby boys, to calm them down when when a colicky. Now, I don't know if this is true, but this, this is sort of why they report it as occurring in, in, in at least one culture. And it, it working, that the grandmothers believe, believe this actually works. If this were to be true, and again, I don't know it to be true. If it were to be true, it's hard to see what would be wrong
0: with it. Now, let me be very clear. I think those remarks are just crazy. Uh, I think they're disgusting and unhealthy. And I understand that I'm just playing one minute of audio from a lengthy discussion about philosophy. To me, um, uh, you know, again, I'll I'll read you what he said there. Uh, I don't want to read it more than necessary because I I find it pretty objectionable, honestly. But he says, imagine that an adult male wants to have sex with a 12-year-old girl. Imagine that she's a willing participant. A very standard, a very widely held view is that there's something deeply wrong about this. Yeah. Can't imagine why. And it's wrong independent of being criminalized, meaning it's not just criminal, it's, it's wrong. That's m- me speaking. Then he goes on. He says, it's not obvious to me that it is, in fact, wrong. What? What? I think this is a mistake, and I think that exploring why it's a mistake will tell us not only things about adult child sex and statutory rape, but also about fundamental principles of morality. Now, um, the question I have for you is, should somebody that made those remarks in a podcast, not in a classroom, essentially lose his job? Those remarks went viral after a uh, right-wing social media account called Libs of TikTok posted about it. And the president of SUNY Fredonia, Stephen Kalizin, called the professor's comments absurd, uh, absolutely abhorrent and said that Dr. Kirchner was being reassigned to duties that did not require contact with students. He announced an investigation, and Dr. Kirchner said directed police to search his office and seize his computer. That was 19 months ago. Now, Dr. Kirshner is a tenured professor who has taught at Fredonia since 1998, and he is now suing for the right to return to campus, and a hearing on the case began Wednesday in uh, in the federal district court for the Western District of New York. And his lawsuit says... That university leaders have been effectuating a social media heckler's veto, allowing momentarily, pu- momentary public and political reactions to dictate who may teach at a public university. That's a quote from the lawsuit. Dr. Kirshner, the lawsuit adds, has never been cited, charged, or arrested by any law enforcement agency aside from traffic infractions. Free speech advocates support him saying the university's moves against him are a brazen attack on academic freedom, and they're accusing SUNY of invoking safety as a mere pretense. I have to tell you, as crazy as I think those words are, I don't think he should lose his job. I think um, if he is doing his job as a professor, he's not saying crazy things like that in the classroom. I don't think there's any reason he should lose his job. I don't see him having done anything wrong as a teacher, but I think this is another example of cancel culture, of people making a big deal about something that somebody says online. Now, I agree, this is a big deal, and uh, they get this person fired. I'm curious where you come down on this, 800-848-9222. I get the other side because the campus police chief, for instance, says if he were to return, the public's disgust would extend to this campus and we would again be viewed by many members of the public as sympathetic to Kirshner's views and therefore at risk at risk of violence. Well, look, I think maybe you put out a statement that says universities, the the comments that professors make outside of the classroom do not necessarily reflect the views of the university. Do you think Harvard, it was endorsing all the things that Alan Dershowitz was saying over the last 50 years? How about uh, Cornell West when he was a professor? There's a lot of wacky professors out there saying wacky things. I've had an NYU professor on, um, on this program that's this close to being a 9-11 truther. And I don't think NYU wants any affiliation with those remarks. But, um, look, I think this is a free speech issue. Um, That podcast, by the way, is a philosophy podcast. It's called Brain in a Vat. Each episode follows a format. The guest presents a thought experiment, and the host spends the rest of the episode questioning the guest about it. And Dr. Kirshner's thought experiment was explosive. But it's a thought experiment. No one's saying that he is um, having sex with... uh, girls that are 12 years old or anything like this. And he wrote a book, he wrote about this topic in depth for years. He wrote a book in 2017 exploring some of these same issues. This is what the book's title is. Pedophilia and Adult Child Sex, A Philosophical Analysis. And an abstract of the book describes it as a look into the moral status of such sex, which he said strikes him as intuitively... Uh, strikes him intuitively as sick, disgusting, and wrong. So, the university knows that he writes about this stuff. They know that he's explored this p- st- subject publicly. Shouldn't be a surprise when he explores it on a podcast that's devoted to thought experiments. So, I totally disagree with what he said there. I think it's very clear that uh, sex with a twelve-year-old, and you know, when you're an adult, is totally wrong. But morally, legally, ethically, every which way. But I think he should be able to say that on any podcast he wants without losing his job.